Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. On AEW Collision, Ricky Starks and Big Bill dethroned FTR in shocking fashion with a squash. You could say it's Big Bull. What? Like bull. You know? What? It's bull. That's right, bull. But, like, but is it? But also, is that, that of all the puns you could have... Look, man, you told me to come up with a pun 30 seconds ago. <laughs> that is all I've got. I'm just saying, right? Luke could have at least tried and failed. <laughs> um... <laughs> well we're gonna talk about it is here we it, are is it big bull or not is it or is it a stark reminder of Stark's reminder thank yeah. you of yeah. what happens if you run afoul of tony khan maybe Whoa. or if you leave what I mine don't... is now better yeah is look i in my defense yeah. and this is the reason that i look a little bit disheveled mm-hmm. regular service will resume in like a couple of weeks or whatever yeah but it's the london film festival this week mm-hmm. i have not slept in about two weeks i'm wearing a t-shirt on the stream yeah that doesn't happen we're wearing a t-shirt from the same company that's absurd we're basically a tag team look at us go <laughs> <laughs> you got a spare beanie like <laughs> I think I might actually. Uh, I, like, I'll find one somewhere. Season one get up. Anyway, uh, welcome to the Rest of Podcast. If it's your first time here, please do subscribe to the channel, like the video. Why not? Uh, we do like live streams and podcasts all the time about so much, so much wrestling, so much wrestling. Uh, we're going to talk about AEW Collision today. I'm Pete. I'm joined by Dan. Luke's not here today because he did Fast Lane yesterday. Don't we so, know it? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, he'll be back tomorrow. With Dan, he will. We'll be doing the Raw review tomorrow. We do Regular Raw review. Schedule. We do. We do. Got. I, I don't know what's happening with the Dynamite review this week. It's happening on Wednesday. Uh, it's happening on Wednesday. Happening yeah. on Wednesday because we have Title Tuesday. Yeah. Um, and the lineup for that is TBD. It might be Ollie. Mm. Ooh, because he's back now. Uh, but it also might not be. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're figuring that out. Yeah. Um, but for now, let's talk about AEW Collision, which started off the opening match. Sorry, before we do, can I? Okay, doesn't it feel like ahead. this? This for some reason, like we do Collision reviews. Uh, on a Monday because working on a Sunday is usually cruel. Yes, and we don't want to. Does it not feel like this episode of Collision happened about four weeks ago? I was going to make this point because I have never done a Collision podcast yeah. before. 
this to me, watching this episode this morning, yeah. I was watching it and I was going, I feel like the entire news cycle has moved on from this. Which is, I, I've seen the uh, seen the results happen. I've seen the discourse to yeah. the results. I've seen the backlash to the discourse and Fastlane has also happened. Mm. I'm like, whoa, whoa. I think so that's long. it. I think it's it's all of the discourse. No, it's an, it doesn't normally feel this way with Collision. Normally, mm. it's it's a, it's a sh- I tend to watch it on either a Saturday night or a Monday morning, mm-hmm. uh, which is why it feels fresh in in my head. But because there was such a ma- the title change, yeah, which is kind of massive for Collision because the tag titles have been Collision's sort of shining jewel really mm-hmm. since since the the inception of Collision. Um, and then yeah, all of the discourse about what it means, what it might not mean, what people think, what they don't think, and then a whole other pay per view. And then I don't know if it's... Oh, Big Brother started yesterday. Was that an impact that some people had? What was I doing? I went to a film. Mm-hmm. Like, I, for some reason, this this one feels like ages ago. Yeah. Which is such an odd thing. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the news cycle moves on fast. Oh, it really does sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it really does. Uh, but the opening match of this show was FTR versus Ricky Starks and Big Bill for the AEW tag titles. Now, just going to point something out. I wonder if it will come up later. Uh, on the, the name bar for Starks and Big Bill, it said AW Tag Team Record 1-0. and Oh. Just just throwing it out there. Maybe we'll bring up that point later. Undefeated. Who knows? Um, they attack Dax Harwood while his back is turned right as the match uh, starts. They absolutely dominate FTR mm. here. Beat down Cash. Cash is, you know, complaining about fractured rib in, like, the opening promos of the show. Yes. Um, Cash was talking about his fractured rib that he's got. Uh, they choke slam Cash through the commentary table, get back in, hit three choke slams to Dax, and then Ricky Starks just gets in, hits a spear, and then they just win mm. in a matter of minutes mm. uh, to open this show. So, there isn't much to talk about with the actual wrestling, because I think I just described all of it. Well, there kind of is by virtue of not having anything to talk right. about. So let's talk about what this means. Yeah. What's what 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 is the the implied message here? So people are saying that, that there were rumors secu- circulating that this could be spelling the end for FTI and AEW, which is not true yeah. because reportedly their contracts are there until 2027. Yeah. So they've got ages yet. So they're not leaving. People are saying that Cash could be injured, like le- like the fractured rib thing was a way to actually cover a legitimate injury. Um, I would say if he is injured, especially if it's a rib injury. Hell of a choice to have him take a commentary table bump. Yeah, and the AEW commentary table is uh, particularly interesting. And I did think about it while watching this book because it's quite a thin table. I know Mm. that doesn't sound like a lot, but there's something about the sturdiness of the WWE table, but also the width of it. You can kind Mm. of take a full bump on it. If it is crumbling beneath you, that in in a perverse way kind of breaks the fall. Yeah, absolutely. Um. This is a thin, thin table, mm. which could go quite wrong. Yeah. So that's not, it's not an in, uh, in what's the word? It's, it's not a, a small bump to yes. take. Yeah. Which is just, again, a thing worth noting. Uh, the other point was that potentially with uh, Cash's history with mm-hmm. like the, the, um, the, the incident the arrest, that he had, yeah. the arrest where he had before the incident he had, whether this is some sort of ramification from that. Or maybe this is just what they wanted to do. Yeah. Maybe they just wanted a, sh- a shocking title change. Now, there's lots of different a- outcomes and how I feel about those different things based on the different factors. And we don't know all the information. We don't know the cards that Tony Khan was dealt here and what he had to deal with for this. My gut reaction to this is I don't like it. Okay. I'm not a fan of Ricky Starks and Big Bill winning. And this goes for je- my philosophy on tag team. That's why I'm also not a huge fan of Cody and Jay winning at Fastlane either. I don't like two single stars beating an established tag team, especially right. as easily as this. Yeah. 
because it renders the point of established tag teams a bit moot. Mm. If two good singles wrestlers can be just as good as a tag team, then what's the point in ever having like cohesive tag teams? Just yeah. have singles wrestlers and anybody can be a tag team. So I prefer when established tag teams are more dominant. And you can have exceptions. For example, Cody and Jim, slightly more forgiving of because of the, the history of them. And those two have kind of been more of a duo recently. This isn't a, a fast lane podcast. I well, I mean, you can, also, you can also, but, like, to, to, to your point, you can almost bring that in with, for instance, MJF and Adam Cole. Absolutely. That's an established tag team. Yeah, because they, they were two singles put together. And exactly. then they became an established tag team. And they team. became a tag team. And that whole story was them coming together and gelling and bonding mm. and forming. And that's how they become an established tag team. And then they can win tag team. That makes perfect sense. For this, though, Ricky Starks and Big Bill, for me, is a very honest, unimportant, unestablished team. Mm. I mentioned it earlier. AEW tag team record, 1-0. and oh. yeah. They've had one tag match before this. Mm. That's it. One tag match. Which, to me, is not enough to right. make them a proper team. So I'm my instinct is I'm not a fan. If there was some outside things and they needed to make some changes, I understand how this could have happened. But I'm not a huge fan of two single stars beating a tag team. I also think this is an anticlimactic way for FDR's tag title reign to end, personally. I think you can have the shock squash victory be a really captivating moment we've seen it done effectively in aew multiple times but this case it just didn't work for me mm. i i've left going that's weird mm. rather than oh wow what a shock um so yeah it was, i felt a little bit underwhelmed coming mm. out of this match it's interesting because i feel like um I I do agree with the idea that if if two randos can just get pushed together and be an established team, then it does undermine the idea of a, of a, a tag team, mm. uh, just division in general. Really, I think where I differ slightly on this one particularly is that Ricky Starks and Big Bill have been a unit. They've not been a team, but for the past few weeks that's been his henchman, mm -hmm. right? So they've got a, a level of communication. Sure. And very much towards the end of this match, when it became full squash, Ricky's directing traffic. He's mm -hmm. being like, you know, another one, another one. Um, and it, they're, they're picking at the, the scraps. That was very much set up from the opening promo right the way through the match. These are This isn't FCR at their best. This is FTR mm -hmm. kind of at their weakest. They've been, they, they were sort of insinuating the FTR like... Um, Orange Cassidy kind of thing, where like they've been defending it so many times that your body just gets run down. The difference here, though, is that Orange Cassidy did that for an extended period of time. Mm -hmm. um, I don't actually know what the length of that that reign was, but it was considerable. It mm. was a bit more tape, a bit more tape, a yeah. bit more tape. This one feels like, to my mind, anyway. Um, and we didn't have a collision last week because of uh, Wrestle Dream, mm -hmm. but the last time we had a collision was a couple of weeks ago. They didn't have that much tape on them. They, yes. they weren't suggesting that they were beaten up. They was they were very much just FTR mm -hmm. having having a uh, a sesh. Um, so it did a little bit come out of nowhere. And yeah. then yes, the idea that this rain the so the the other th I'm going to lead into my point. But the other thing yeah. that that made this work for me um, was that the tag titles have been as I said, the central, one of the central jewels on the Infinity Club mm -hmm. of Collision. It was Punk, uh, now deceased, um, not in real life, in, in <laughs> you know. In um, AEW, yes. <laughs> uh, it was also um, the tag division, and specifically mm -hmm. FTR and, and uh, Juice and Jay. Um, and then it was also Ricky Starks mm -hmm. in the Owen. Yep. Ricky Starks, ascension to winning the Owen tournament, 
and then beginning this heel turn, which he has done magnificently. Mm-hmm. His match, uh, the, the, the last minute program with Brian Danielson that turned in not only an amazing match at All Out, but also uh, this, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the Texas match last yeah. week um, or whenever it was. Ricky Starks has kind of been it, right? Mm-hmm. So it was co- sort of a coming together moment. So the title change itself, I think it. I think Ricky Starks deserves it, mm-hmm. and I think Ricky Starks and Big Bill do make sense for me as a unit picking at the being vultures picking at the scraps. Where it does a little bit not work for me is, as you say, this reign has been brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Cash and Dax uh, FTR signed AEW contracts. Um, I think it was about. Four or five months ago now they did it in the summer. Because remember there was the whole mm-hmm. guns versus FTR mm-hmm. yeah. uh, loser lease AEW yeah. situation. And a lot of us thought, like, oh, that this that is a way of them... the way to run out. Yeah. Yeah. But they won and the news was reported, and it has subsequently been reported. I think Fightful said mm-hmm. that they're signed until 2027. Yeah. So they're they're in contract. Um and yeah, I I don't know if it is as a result of a uh, a punishment. We have known that these punishments go down. What happened with Cash? Again, I'm not 100% sure on the details, so like wanting to make sure I'm not, you know, sticking my neck out. But I, but I believe it was uh, arrested over aggravated assault with a mm-hmm. with a uh, firearm. Yeah. Literally, this news coming out and this arrest happening the week before the biggest show in the history of the company, subsequently the biggest show in the history of wrestling, mm-hmm. um, not not taking place in North Korea. Asterisk. Um, <laughs> like it's it it, it kind of caused a real headache yes so there's almost something in and and they were very fortunate that they were then able to go out and have that giant that giant and brilliant match with with the books at wembley and have that's that's a long time ago now mm. right so that leads me to believe that it probably is option c injury of some form and mm-hmm. if that's the case they did as much as they really could do with an injured star mm-hmm. it is just a shame though that the rain has to end like this because it was so good and like th- i mean think back to that Iron Man clash that wasn't an Iron Man clash mm-hmm. that went an hour two two or three falls it was I think it was but not only that they'd had some brilliant matches anyway like we Luke and I would just wax lyrical about how great these tag matches were they've done such a brilliant job um, that it's a shame almost. yeah 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 for me there's two bits that I think weren't executed quite right like if you want to do the title change i think you can do it in a better way than what they're doing and if injury is the thing that's plagued them here it's unfortunate but i think you could have done a bit at the start where they take out cash mm. choke sammy through the country table that's what you're going to do he gets taken out and now it's dax by himself mm. he then wrestles for 15 minutes by himself and it's war of attrition he mm. gets worn down and then gets taken out because for me this was a big bill squash match it was squash central and it was just big bill yeah that squashed them both because it was Ricky Starks just kind of directing traffic and all that. But Starks didn't do anything. No. Apart from the spear at the end. Mm. Big Bill just single-handedly destroyed FTR. And I, I don't mind that in um, in a match with a, like a, an Action Andretti, mm-hmm. Darius Martin sure. situation. Right? Yeah. Like where it's like, that's that's fine to build them up to this moment. Absolutely. But taking out the champs who have had this incredible reign. Absolutely. And then following that up with as they were leaving, there was just a shot of, I think it was Cash, mm-hmm. being taken out by medical. It looked very much like, and it's, semiotics high angle shot mm-hmm. denoting weakness you know um all of that stuff so there was an element of like oh they they're just gone now they don't even get the like you had a really good run round yeah, of applause the moment in the ring or yeah anything. yeah it was just kind of done and then that's that let's move on and then you get the, t- the tweet from dax being like top guys out yeah um, which is just 
He Dax says that all does the time. That. Dax it's does top, that. Guy, top guy's out. That's it. He just said, that's his phrase. That's what they say. It was odd. Um, it was odd. So yeah. I can understand people not, not vibing with it as much. Honestly. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I just, I just came away from it being like, huh, that was an odd decision rather mm. than like, huh, that's an interesting title change. I'm more thinking about the booking than I am what's happening on the screen. Yeah. If that makes sense. It's taken me, it, I, I've, I've stopped. Uh, God, I've forgotten Suspending my disbelief. Yes. There you go. Kayfabe. I, I've stopped caring about the on-screen product, and now I'm thinking behind the scenes. Right. And it, that, it's that disconnect. So I'm like, huh, why have they chosen to do that? Which is, again, mm. I, I'm not opposed, though, looking forward from here. Like we said, Ricky Starks has been on a huge rise, and he's been a, a, a linchpin of collision since it's come in. I'm not opposed to Ricky Starks holding gold. Mm. It just feels like, to me, the story of getting here wasn't done quite right. Yeah. And that's where I'm left a little bit like, uh wasn't quite right it's mm. okay but it wasn't quite right it's kind of how i'm left feeling but the, the lesser known b-side to whitney houston's it's not right but it's okay <laughs> it's fine but it's not quite yeah, right it's yeah. fine but it's not quite right <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Well, 
shall we see what everybody else thinks? Uh, let's get into it. What do you call them on this show? Uh, well, we we were calling them no mega. Oh yeah, I know. We were calling them no mega chats. That's funny. Yeah. Um, for for a minute there was CMDMs, but we weren't really feeling that. CMDMs. Currently, okay. and it's quite apropos given what happened. Yeah. We we're with Stark remarks. Stark, <laughs> Stark remarks. <laughs> we've got we've got on the dock here from the mods. We've got top guy chats. Top which, guy chats. Well, that's the that's which, the news. Yeah, which. That's the, that's the lead topic, Top yeah. Guy Chats. Top Guy Chats. No, no, Stark's Remarks. Stark's Remarks. Well, the top guys are out. Exactly. Stark's Remarks. Stark's yeah. yeah. Send in your Stark Remarks to russeltalk.com forward slash support. We're going to read out all the ones that are five US dollars and up by the time the show goes off the air. Uh, Will Campbell comes in to say, hey guys, I have to really say, I really like the title change. I'd love me some FTR, but Ricky has had a rocket strapped to his back in recent months, and he and Big Bill look and work great together. Also, Ricky looks good with gold on his shoulder. Don't disagree with any of that. I actually quite like the big little dynamic. It's kind of yeah. like a, a Diesel Razor, like Drew mm-hmm. and Dolph. That's not Diesel Razor, Diesel, Diesel Sean. Sean. Yeah, yeah I know uh, Drew and Dolph kind of the, the sort of arrogant heel mm-hmm. Ricky Starks yeah. with your big hoss man. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a tried and trusted... Yeah combination um and i do think he deserves it i think he deserves it and i wouldn't personally slot him into any single title Mm -hmm. so if you do need to do a quick make good tag belts are a good choice yeah i uh i i I agree with the the sentiment it's just for me that like if you're gonna push ricky have ricky be the one to win yeah just hit the spear at the end but actually like take control of the match if if ricky's the x factor Make Ricky the X Factor, especially know? because he has he has eaten a lot of L's. Like yeah. he 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 was bantered off with the the uh, not really. I, I, some people don't really like it when I sort of point this out, but the diversion of CM Punk being like, "I'm in my feud with Ricky Starks, yeah. but you wait right there because I've got to go to Wembley and fight yeah. uh, Samoa, Samoa Joe because Joe, that's yeah. a far bigger match than you." Which, yeah. like, it is. Like, I know yes. it is, and for the show like Wembley, and and especially given that it was Punk's last hurrah in mm-hmm. AEW, you wanted that match, yeah. right? But it, it it's a it's a weird this mazy kind of like multiple strands at once booking mm-hmm. uh, that happens in AEW um, and then losing to uh, Danielson twice. Mm-hmm. Um, did he lose? He lost the Texas death match, didn't he? Yeah. He did. Yeah. I was, I, for a second, I was like, but did he? I'm not remembering. <laughs> no, um, he lost, he lost them both. So, so, so there is an element where it's like, it would have been nice for him to be, but then again, I suppose you've got the, the snivelly weasel heel. Yeah. Did a very good impression of uh, did a very good impression of DAD Luke. there, yeah. yeah. By reading the chat, not this is my point. This snivelly, weasel heel, weasel heel. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah. What were the three words I said before that? Ah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading the chat where someone said you were lit for the Whitney Houston reference. I well, there you go. Yeah, it's we're never too far away when Dan Layton's on the podcast. <laughs> Uh, Kid Cutty said uh, squash FDR now nah, I ain't rolling chief when Ricky said he would burn this place to the ground I didn't think he meant tag team champions SMH it should have been a singles title with bodyguard Bill anyway is Russell doing a review for NXT AEW or both on Wednesday so yeah because we what a week it is I'm I sorry I just got so excited that, that was very, very legitimate excited. how excited I just got good, I think it? it just hit me like what's happening yeah it's very exciting so calm so because our normal schedule is to we don't do NXT reviews and we do do dynamite reviews no. we're gonna do in the news episode we're gonna do an nxt one minute one take and we're gonna do a normal dynamite review and on the podcast we'll be covering dynamite that's just what we do so it's a normal thursday but move to wednesday that's if it if you'd like we someone are... to cover nxt come over to my personal patreon and i'll just drink <laughs> a load of rose and and do a full review why not 
That way we have everything. For I don't know if I'm talking to the wrong audience here, but if there's any NXT fans watching this show, NXT reviews are in discussion, okay? <laughs> they are. I'm, I'm not promising anything. I'm an NXT fan I know on you are. this show. Like, no, <laughs> yes, you are. This is news for me. Yeah. <laughs> not, And it might not be podcast. It might just be edited reviews. Mm. I don't know what we're doing yet. Well, it's but, just, with, but with how hot NXT has been, the argument to not do it is now less there. Because honestly, so we're talking about it. Like, okay? let's, but, but like, kind of, let's talk about it in a way because it's been asked. Because NXT for a run, the reason we don't have a podcast is because NXT kind of was just a show. No one watched. It. No one watched it. Like, yeah. but now they are making far more an effort. There's a whole interesting conversation to have, and they they were pushing Dynamite very heavy on this mm -hmm. episode of Collision. Yeah. Like they, was, they were making a point of, we've got, it's title Tuesday. We've got all of these different matches that are going to take place. These are the people who are going to be on it. Mm -hmm. um, they want you to watch it, and as well they should, in the yeah. same way that actually this episode of Collision was... Uh, an hour earlier than normal because of Major League Baseball, I believe it was. And they thank their lucky stars that they got an hour on a post to Fastlane because they packed it with a massive title change to get everyone talking. And it did. Mm -hmm. And um, the Danielson and uh, and Fletcher match that we'll talk mm -hmm. about in a minute, that was absolutely fire. Yeah. So they really heavy... It's businesses trying to get good quality stuff on their programming, right? So when you have NXT this week being they're, they're front loading it or they're, they're sending becky lynch down there or seth rollins is going to do a defense on there or, or we've got a major north american title match or mm -hmm. in the case of this week um everyone and their mother is coming out yeah. to do nxt this week yeah the undertaker might be there like Which what's is that hilarious i hope me. he takes at least three minutes to make it down that tiny nxt ramp oh at least five. Yeah, come on, come on. get I mean, your expectations up come on they're this gonna do great. it yeah or he can hover from the ceiling i don't know but like that <laughs> This is what I mean when it's like, I can't be bothered with the tribalism because it's like, yeah. so, like honestly, we're, we're all watching them both anyway. Like, I'll watch NXT and then I'll watch Dynamite later or I'll watch Dynamite and then I'll watch NXT. I, I won't watch the, either of them at the same time because no, I, I'll be asleep. you're not insane. I'll be yeah. asleep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a really interesting um, week for that. It's a really interesting week as a as a fan of wrestling, but also as a as a it's like a, I was a TV student. I got my degree in film and telly, mm -hmm. so I'm like fascinated by the machinations of why you've chosen to put these things on which hour. And we talk about production all the time, mm -hmm. like where you can find. There's we uh, we'll talk about the fact that there was one women's segment again. I'm sure, but like where do you find extra minutes to put the women's stuff? Mm -hmm. Well, it's all over the place because you've done your production schedule wrong. Yeah, like that's the stuff that I love playing with. Yeah, and part of that is front-loading your episode of Collision to try mm -hmm. and keep people watching when WWE are putting on a, honestly, mid-tier pay-per-view. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. Andy Sandbox said, FTR Glock is going to be dealing with court soon, most likely. Maybe the rib is kayfabe because of that. And FTR Bold's tweet was uh, tweet to me was obviously talking about their most recent title run, which I think should be celebrated right now. Ricky and Big Bill winning, I think, is circumstantial. Young Bucks are most likely winning at full gear in California, but I'm excited to see how Ricky is used going forward, and him getting a title feels like the feather in his cap on his way out. That's another point we haven't mentioned yet. Oh. The Young Bucks are the number one contenders to the belts. Yeah. We thought we were getting FTR Bucks 4. So now so that we're going to get the Bucks versus Ricky Starks and Big Bill. If if it is injury, mm -hmm. then we would only get a substandard... It's it's what, like, it's it's just over a month? Yep. To yep. full gear? To full gear, yeah. So, like, we there is an expectation for Bucks FTR. Yes. Unearned expectation. Yes. So um, they probably don't want to deliver something substandard. So getting it out of the way now allows for... I, I guess us not getting carried away 
um, and then not them not being able to deliver. Although they have proven time and time again that they can just pull something out mm-hmm. <laughs> their ass and make it work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, interesting when you're talking about um, Feather in his cap on the way out. I'm, what, what are we meaning there? Out of AW? Potentially, yeah. There's, is there's, his contract up? There's, there's talks. That I know that. I know that they. He's, WWE. he's on their list of stars to yes. poach. And I think his, his contract either expires at the end of this year or sometime in 2024. Well, because like, that was that's, the, the rumor. Oh my god! Because we're getting to the five year point. Can you believe it? Five years since I know since AEW came that's into existence, crazy. and they were all signed to five year contracts. And 2024 sounded like a million years away. Yeah. And now we're there. It the is, relentless march of time. I think the amount of contracts that are expiring in 2024, I think, is about a million. Right. So, like, everybody's mm. going to be, like, up for grabs. Yeah. Not just AEW, WWE oh, as yeah. well. There's it was the same. tons that expire. We're going to see an awful lot of osmosis. So there's, oh, yeah, there's a lot There's a lot of movement. And it's, for me, very exciting. Good. Very exciting. Um, Power Packers 90 said, I mean, to be fair, Pete, not trying to turn this into another AEW versus WWE debate. Bill and Sucks have been together for over a month now. Well, Jay and Cody been a team for six days. Yes, I see your point, which is also why I don't like the Jay and Cody thing winning. There is nuance to the conversation in that, Jay and Cody, one, Cody's like basically top star in the company. Uh, and also Jay and Cody have some uh, have a bit of history together as well with uh, Cody bringing Jay to Raw. Like they, they clearly have some sort of dynamic. They've been in contact. They've been working together, whatever. Uh, ben and Starks have the, the same thing as well. But also Judgment Day have also had dissension among their ranks with Priest and Balor. So they've not been 100% on the same page as well. So that's why they're a little bit weaker than normal. You can make the same debate for FTR. I just don't like either of the wins. I'm, mm. That's it. That's just it's me. Fair. I don't like either of them. It's fair. That's just me. Um, why is this opened on a weird thing? Why is it, Why don't I have a refresh button? What's going on here? Why are you opened on internet and not thingy? Just press that. Oh, it's over there. Why is it moved over there? That's silly. Anyway, we'll deal with more later. Yeah. It's silly, Dan. Okay. But leave me alone. Uh, we'll get into more of your Stark remarks later on. Please send this into rustalk.com forward slash support. and read out all the ones that are five US dollars and up by the time the show goes off the air. But first, let's talk about the rest of AEW Collision, shall we? Yeah, go Because on, right after this opening match, which everyone went, Wah! afterwards, we then went right into Brian Danielson versus Kyle Fletcher, which was awesome. I love this match. I can't believe that at the start of this show, Brian Danielson said that Kyle Fletcher's 24. I'm like, yeah. no, he isn't. Stop lying to me. I've been watching Kyle Fletcher wrestle for like 10 years. I haven't. It's not the point. But it feels like I've been watching this guy wrestle for a long time on like the UK indies and stuff. Cannot believe he's 24. I would have said like 28 plus, mm. you know. I have like the polar opposite with Brian Danielson where I'm like, yeah. you ain't been wrestling for 24 years. Yeah. Even though I know that's factually true. <laughs> and I, yeah. I probably somewhere in a box in my mum's house have a copy of Power Slam with the mm-hmm. American Dragon and, and like Ring of Honor from 2003. Yeah. Like... So I, of course, like that's been a while that you've been wrestling. Uh, but I was like looking at him, like, no, you haven't. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's weird how time works. Time mm. is soup. Um, relentless march of time. Relentless march of time. Uh, but this match was rad. Uh, it really sucks that Mark Davis got the injury in the uh the Wrestle Dream match. Um, but they've really taken the ball with Carl Fletcher and been like, we're gonna give yeah. you some while he's out. Because Danielson here did his absolute best to get Carl Fletcher over. Because that's what Danielson does. He's the greatest wrestler ever. And in this match, Carl Fletcher did an awesome slash terrible dive to the outside. Onto, like, the barricade. Like, 
almost head first. Like, hit there, and his head was, like, right next to the floor. It was uh, terrible. He lawn died. Awesome. He turned him into a lawn dart. Lawn dart him. Yeah. It was awesome and terrible and great. Um, I've written here after that amazing life. These two are very good wrestlers. <laughs> Just throw it out there, guys. I had this last week um, where I... So we, we're getting treated to just a few TV bangers from from all sides on, oh, yeah. on, on all brands. Um, Kofi Kingston especially has been putting mm. in a shift the past few weeks. Yeah. There was a bit in um, in Xavier Woods and Ivar mm. last week where I just wrote down, I think sometimes wrestlers are just quite good. <laughs> and it's that thing of like, you know, you, you forget when you watch, you know, not to turn this into a WWE podcast by accident, but sometimes when you watch a WWE show, you can just be like, oh, they're doing television matches They did TV here. wrestling. Yeah. And, and then it's like, Oh no, they're they're actually quite good. <laughs> yeah, so, these are all very talented people, and that's kind of what you have in this one. But they're going even harder because this mm-hmm. is the, and I, I'll talk about this again. This is the serious wrestling show. Yeah, um, where they're they're turning the dial up a little bit. Yep, that's absolutely it. They mm-hmm. they did some serious wrestling here. There was some awesome action in this one. I didn't write any notes down because I was actually too into the match, mm. so I didn't write any of the spots down because I yeah. was just watching it. Yeah. Um, but it was awesome, awesome action. They got this is awesome chance uh, on the show. Fletcher looked amazing he coming did. out of this. Looked so good. So many great near falls and stuff like that as well. Taking Danielson to his limit, putting in like dragon sleepers and stuff like that, really working on the neck specifically mm-hmm. on that. Did like a reverse suplex off like the second rope, uh, top rope, um, re- reverse superplex straight into a dragon sleeper <sighs> and then locked it in, like hooked the legs around it. It was like, oh, this is it for Danielson. Mm-hmm. Like he's out now. Danielson managed to re- uh, reverse it, just managed to roll up Fletcher and get the victory, which was so cool. What a match. And, and Fletcher looks so much better coming out of it than he did going in. And he already looked good going in. So it's great. I mean, it's this thing of... I keep thinking about in his promo when he sort of announces on his retirement tour. Mm. Um, asterisk. Because I'm still not sure I believe it. Yeah, but um, he he's basically... He, he referenced Odysseus. And I always, I'm always i always thinking about Greek mythology. and, mm-hmm. and because, I, because I, like every other basic bitch in the world, read Circe a couple of years ago. And so I, you know... <laughs> I did read the Odyssey at school, but I kind of forgot most of it because yeah. I was a bit distracted. But... Um, I find Odysseus as as a bit of imagery fascinating for Daniel Bryan, and I keep thinking about like what this idea of this this ravaged old man like doing his labors to get back home to his bride and child mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Like yeah. I find that imagery really interesting, and the idea being that over the course of this year or so, he's going to be taken to his limit a whole bunch is a really fascinating thing and a really exciting thing, and that happened here because from the thing I, I was also not writing down many spots but I the Michinoku Driver which is a movie mm. I absolutely adore was executed so beautifully oh, here so wonderful and then it's followed up by um, there's kind of brutality at the beginning but also at the end because at the beginning Danielson is going in with these forearms <laughs> his forearms were brutal right and then you just get the opposite of that at the end with, with all the dragon sleepers all the mm-hmm. wrenching all the battering yep. all of what was going on um, and it just takes him trapping Fletcher to mm-hmm. win because really all you need are three seconds of someone's shoulders on the mat to win a match like yeah. and it and it you and it's that thing of if you're squashed and then you manage to pull it off it is perfectly legitimate but sometimes it can feel a bit weird in this one it was a nice evenly balanced mm-hmm. match it's just that the guy who's been wrestling for longer than the other guy's been alive yeah. was able to use his wiles to do it mm-hmm. better yeah. um I'm looking forward to the person that gets the win mm. I don't think. I think you could make an argument to have Daniel Bryan be completely uh, undefeated until he yeah. sails off into the sunset with Birdie and, and Bree. Mm-hmm. But you could also build someone proper by having him, you know, yep. on, on a random episode of TV. Yep. 
a young guy gets gets a win, and that's when you have him go, "Oh, I am breaking I'm down. I'm yeah. old." Because um, if it's anything like this, imagine if Carl Fletcher had won here. Do you know what I mean? Jesus. Yeah. But but in a few months' time. Yes. That would be quite something. So I'm I'm really curious about it. I really like it. Yeah. Uh, Amazing match. After the match, Danielson gets attacked by Gates of Agony to soften him up because he's facing Swerve Strickland on Dynamite, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was decent. Yeah. He got saved um, by the rest of Blackpool Combat Club. Mm-hmm. So it was all good. Nice. nice I'm still a bit confused Dynamite. with my uh, with my face and heel alignments, but I guess I don't think there are any. I, th- I don't think. I think I'm. I think I need. That's a me problem now. That I think that is a you problem. Yeah. Yeah. I think some people like having very clear face heel, and some people are like, I'll cheer for who I like. And I like it. my shades of grey. Yeah, I I just also like my, I I just like I like also like my consistency. Mm. Um, well, I think between, that... especially with with a, with a faction. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And I guess it's different because Mox is is got an injury now and is was doing so well on commentary that he's mm. kind of turning himself. Yep. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I I'd say as well, they're not. Danielson's a face. Claudio and Wheeler are not faces. But they like Danielson, so they're sticking up for their butt. Sure, that's true. So they're just that's true. They're just attacking people that are attacking their friend. Yeah, and that's it. Which I don't think is an inherently babyface trait because heels should also protect their friends. Mm. You know? Yeah. So it's, it's just a. But heels never need to be protected because they're they're you know beat you up. They're gonna beat you. They're gonna beat you up. They're gonna are gonna rough you up good and proper. Mm-hmm. I was the bullied, not the bully. Same. Can you believe? Yeah. yeah. Um, we then got uh, a backstage promo from uh, Big Bill and Ricky Starks saying that they don't get a rematch. FTR don't get a rematch. No, sir. Uh, and now they're the faces of collision. Top dogs. Top dogs. Top out. dogs is what yeah. they're calling themselves now. You know. Big Bill and Ricky Starks is fine. Yeah. 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 You know, that's fine. Top dogs out was good for this week. Don't yeah. carry on. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we then had Bullet Club Gold taking on Angelico, Gravity, and Metalik. It's a decent tag match. Mm. Decent trios match. Mm. Um, I really like Bullet Club Gold. I think they're great. Uh, and they they won. There you go. It was, they, it was a decent TV match. I had fun. They do tend to just have these matches, though. Yeah. Right. This is nothing new for me. This is where I start... Um, I love the wrestling on the, of the wrestling show, mm-hmm. but I do sometimes wish we could have some more of the story. We did get a post-match promo, I suppose. Yeah. Um, it, this I think this match was done so we could get the post-match promo, yeah. really. But that feels like that's what happens. Yes. And and maybe that's by design. Maybe that's fine. I don't know. Your mileage, on, people's mileage on things varies anyway. Absolutely. Mine for yeah. me is just like, another one of these means I can look at my phone. Yeah. It was good. I mm-hmm. enjoyed it very much. I even yeah. enjoyed Gravity Stick, which normally I do not. Mm. Um, but it was fine. Yeah. It was it was a fine match. Yeah. Um, Jay White cut a post-match promo uh, calling out MJF. Mm. He's now taken over the CM Punk role. Yes. He's now acting like he's the champion despite not being the champion. Yeah. I think they've kind of... Um, it, it, this is an example of them having to pull something out between Cole's injury and mm-hmm. uh, and Punk's departure. Yeah, they've had to put someone in this role. Yeah, and uh, thank God you signed Jay White. Yeah, thank God for that. Thank God WWE had a hiring freeze. Yeah, as well. <laughs> um, but Jay White here saying, you know, he's calling out Hangman Page. Hangman saying you want to fight the champ. Well, you know, you haven't really earned a title shot, so it's going to be a non-title match, which mm. I thought was very funny because 
it's not the champion. How do you uh, feel about the champ, uh, the championship belt being around somebody who's not the champion? I don't like the, the, like the heist of it all. I don't mind it mm. this time. Okay. Ge- generally speaking, I'm not a fan of that thing because it doesn't. It never leads to anything. It's right. like I have your belt, no, okay, and then they will have a match and then they mm. win the belt back and they go, all right, I'll have the belt back now. Mm. This is working because there's a point. There's a point to him having the belt. He's now acting like he's the champion, doing title challenges. You know, we can have an eliminator match. You know, for for my belt and all that stuff. Mm. For me, this works because he's made it part of his character rather than just like I'm going to steal your belt to tease you, tee hee hee. And like that's yeah. as it goes. You know, I think that tee hee hee thing. There was a the bit with uh, Nyla Rose um, and mm-hmm. Jed Cargill like last year that I quite enjoyed. Um, I like that because Nyla Rose is hilarious. That's what I mean. So she makes it because work. it was funny. Yeah. Um, whereas for for your big big belt, I don't love it. There's something mm. there's something for me about the moment someone puts a belt over their shoulder. Yeah. And I get that in this in this situation, Jay White's a heel, so yeah. like it kind of it kind of works with the character. It's not the worst thing in the world. I'm not really like angry with it, but it's a thing where I'm like, I just I don't I don't want to I want to see that first entrance where mm. you've got the belt around your yeah, waist yeah, and it's yeah. been earned, and I've kind of been robbed of that now. Yes. Like. I don't, again, it's not something that really matters, but it was just something where I was watching like, oh, I, I wish you had that belt around you proper. Yes. What, for the first time I see it, mm. you know? Yeah. Regardless though, good promo. Jay White's oh, yeah. good, good at that talking. He's, he's quite good, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, Nick Wayne did a pre-recorded promo mm-hmm. uh, explaining his motivations for turning and being like, hey, Kristen Cage is the father figure I always needed, mm-hmm. which is perfect um and i was saying he was always going to be in the shadow of darby allen Mm. and now he needed a father figure darby was not that father figure but christian cage is um it's good Mm. good stuff yeah really like it it was good and uh uh, these these pre-recorded promos are a really good opportunity for people who are new in the game and like nick is you know very talented but still Mm. quite young yeah um to get uh more sort of game time also Mm -hmm. it's it just it sets them apart i think there's a really nice balance on collision especially of like Recorded promo, mm-hmm. backstage interview, and in-ring yep. promo. Yes. So you get a real good balance of them all. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, we then had a trios match of the Iron Savages versus the Acclaimed. Mm. The Iron Savages said they're going to eat some ass. Yeah. The Iron Savages' whole gimmick is rimming. Yeah. This is the serious wrestling show on the well, serious okay. wrestling for I... serious wrestling fans about serious wrestlers. And their, their gimmick is rimming. Yeah. Like, so, so my point, uh, the point of I mentioned this is when we do have these moments of being like, "Hey, we're here for some serious." Because I keep thinking about how when I was walking around Wembley, I heard someone say, mm, "It's just that like AW," and I, they, these these words came out of their mouth. AWs were like actual fans of actual wrestling. Go. Mm-hmm. We just watched a match between two teams, one of whom's gimmick is rimming, the other one is scissoring. Like, yes, it's. We're all watching nonsense. A battle for the ages. It's still fun. Like, I enjoy <laughs> it. Don't get me wrong. Try once. Try everything once. But um, <laughs> but it is one of those things where I think people can get a little bit too, like, especially on, like, a slightly dull episode of Collision. People can be a bit like, but it's the serious wrestling show. Yeah. Just perspective. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, I'm not sure I get it. <laughs> you know? Don't knock it to your China, just, Well, no. You know, I haven't. So maybe <laughs> well, I should. Well, uh, no comment. But I... I don't know. They felt a little... A little too goofy for me. And I know there's We're some stuff... We're talking about the wrestlers now, or...? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I know some stuff can take some... take bleh, Can take some getting used to. Like the acclaimed. Are we still to... talking about wrestling? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Dan. <laughs> 
Like, they're all thinking it. Like, like the acclaimed took some time for me to get used to with the whole scissoring thing. I was like, it's a bit weird. But then off time, I was like, ah, oh, this is quite endearing and it's funny. And maybe I'd have the same reaction to Iron Savages over time. But for now, I'm like, eh. what's really interesting you know, about the Iron Savages for me is they popped up on an episode of, of Collision and I'd mm-hmm. never heard of them before. Yeah. Because um, I'm not really an ROHE person. Um, just because there's only so many hours in the week. Yeah. Uh, but they they were like big host tag team doing big athletic moves. And I was mm. like, oh, yeah, great. This is yeah. right up my street. Yeah. And now now they're just rimming every week. <laughs> And I'm stuck on it, and I'm like, "What's happened? I don't, I don't get it." I, it's entertaining, like yeah. sure, and then they still do the big hoss athletic stuff, so yeah. that works for me. For me, um, it, it then undermines those. It does big spots. It does when they're big hoss dudes, yeah, and they're like going to eat some ass. It's like, all right, <laughs> thank you for informing us. You know, like, <laughs> well, like consent is sexy, Pete. Oh so, yeah, like, that's true. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. Um. Anyway, the acclaimed retain in a decent trios match. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. There yeah. you go. It was a perfectly fine TV match again. I like that because they, they're doing that whole shit at the beginning when they're doing their, their mic stuff about like, we've been the champs for 41, 41 days. days or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think they need to have a few more of those like quick, quick victories to wrap yeah. that up. Because I, li- I like that. And I like mm-hmm. that there's going to come a point where someone beats them and it's over. Yes. And I think that's that's quite fun. Yeah. They're, they're, um, set, they're setting up a very good moment. We're doing that. So, Absolutely. yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm in, I Look, the match was fine. Yeah. But I'm more focused on their activities. Aren't we all? Uh, Shane Taylor and Keith Lee had a pre-recorded promo. Mm. Another good one. I like both of them. More uh, of that, I'm looking please. forward to the match more than I care about the story. Yeah. That's that fair. fair. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd say so. Uh, we then got Tony Storm versus Kira Hogan. Now, in this match, there was actual eating ass. That was me clapping the match, but then I was I was pretty deep in it when you mentioned eating ass, and now yeah, I'm just clapping, now eating, clapping ass. eating ass. I was more clapping Tony Storm's virtuoso performance as uh, this this character is absolutely essential, quintessential, I might say. Um, but yes, there was. I I think I wrote that down as well. Where's my Where's my other notes? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Storm bites Hogan on the ass. This is a very horny half hour. This is a really sexual show. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Iron Savages are rimming, acclaimed a scissoring, <laughs> Tony Storm slaps people on the tit, Kira Hogan was slapping Tony Storm on the ass the whole time. It was, yeah. And then she literally ate her ass. There you go. That's what happened, okay? Not mincing my words, that is what happened. Mm. Uh, Tony Storm is absolutely fantastic. We all know yes, this. Yes, yes. Uh, she's wonderful. This character's perfect. And this was another uh, uh, a great showing for her to get the reps in for the character so people are more familiar with it and also for her to get a win. Have you perfect. read the whole script? No, I haven't. I, I did see a screenshot of it, but I didn't read the whole thing. It's excellent. It's so funny. Yeah. It's perfect. Like, the formatting of it, mm-hmm. The it's just so funny. It's yeah. just so good. Um, and I love this character. I think it's it's just so out there. Um, that I find it so tremendously entertaining. And at some point, especially if she's going to continue handing people scripts and her opponent's script, mm-hmm. I hope someone humors her and does And does it. Does yeah. it. Like, reads the dialogue and everything. Yeah. I think it would be wonderful. Um, and she's so good at it. Like, she, she, she sent us to commercial. Yeah. She was the one who was like, We'll be back soon. We'll be back after these messages or yeah. whatever she said. It's great. So good. Yeah. Um, how dare you? 
the phrase "How dare you" is going to get over as a chant. Just about to bring that up, yeah, because she said it in a way where it's going to get over. It's going to get over as a chant in 2023. How dare, how dare you, how dare you, and everyone's going to say it along because she's going to tease it up and she'll have like a look in her eye and everyone goes, "Oh, we know what's coming next." Oh, I, how dare you? I rarely buy merchandise. Yeah, I bought two in the past ten years. Yeah. I'd buy a How Dare You t-shirt. Yeah. Because that, for me, is funny. That's very, very funny. Yeah. Um, the match itself was, like, fine. It was good. Yeah, it was there, was good. A, there was a lot of sort of hip attack stuff that was a bit odd. Um, the, the obsession with the biting of the ass, all of that. It's a horny show. Um, it, was a, it was a horny half hour. But, yeah. you know, the, the commitment to the character and the commitment to all so of good. it was fantastic. And, yeah. I, and, I, I, and I love the cutting to black and white. Do you know what it is, Pete? It gives mm-hmm. me goldust energy. Because it's movies. And horny. Yeah, and, and Goldust <laughs> had his own like aspect ratio and like I sure. I love Goldust. Like mm-hmm. so I think this this commitment to this wacky character mm-hmm. keep going. Yeah. Keep at it. It's great. Uh Ruby Soho did a backstage promo where she was informed that she'd be banned from ringside in the Soraya Hikaru Shida match where she's like, Wait, what? No, why? I mean it's fine. Soraya doesn't need me. So is she it. gonna go on her own little mental journey like Tony did? Is she gonna break and turn Who into knows? turn into time full? Time full? Ruby Soho. Uh, I don't know. Ruby, but like, uh, I was trying to think of a thing that starts with R that's like timeless, but no, mm, no, it's not there. <laughs> uh, but regardless, she's banned from ringside. It's important to know when you hit your limit. Yeah, uh, she's banned from ringside, which means she can come in uh, at ringside at any time, as we know in AEW. <laughs> Doesn't matter, does it? I'm being glib. Uh, Eddie Kingston <laughs> versus Commander for the main event of this show. Um, <laughs> there was a support wrestle talk sign in the there front was! row, which I saw right here. If you were in Salt Lake City at Collision and you held the sign, you're cool. Thank you very much Thanks. for that. That really, that really brought a smile to my face. Yeah, uh, that was that was very nice to see. Um, I quite liked that uh, Kingston was working like pseudo heel in this match against mm. Commander. Like that was really cool. Um, Commander being the, the out and out babyface again. It's fun action. It was it was a good TV match. Yeah. I really liked it. Kingston's great. Commander's great. They had fun. There was a nice dynamic between them. There was. Um, there are very contrasting styles, which very kind of it can go one of two ways, and I think here it really clicked. Yeah. I I loved especially that Commander was uh, doing a kind of more grounded than usual. I mm-hmm. struggle sometimes with Commander because of all of the rope walking and the flippy, and that, and I'm and I fail to see really like in you know in 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 the old WWE, Charlotte's got this new move where she does a forward flip and then a clothesline, and it looks stupid and like from a logic perspective why are you doing it like it doesn't give you more it gives me more momentum no it doesn't the talk dan it doesn't give you any momentum (laughs) start off with the talk why are you doing all of this rope stuff is it really giving you anything and 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 i get that's like lucha libra style but i've also watched a lot of lucha libra wrestling it's it's pushing it to an extreme that i don't think really works so here I was seeing what I consider to be like the best of Commander, mm-hmm. and it was really, really fun. It was really interesting to see this dynamic between the two. The match was great. The the, the little um, launch he did over the top of mm-hmm. um, over the top of the rope um, was was tasty. Taken very well. Yeah, it was good. It was it was a good good little match. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I had a very good time. Eddie Kingston retained with the spinning back fist. Mm. Love to see it. Pretty good match. Very nice. Mm. Um, we then had, because that was not the end of the show, we had one more thing after that, which was Adam Copeland. Yeah. So Adam Copeland came out and did a promo. We'll go through it in more detail in a second. Mm. The sum total of this promo was, 
what up with that? <laughs> what's going on with Christian? What's, what's up with him telling me to GFY, right? What's up with that? Uh, and then Christian said, I'll tell you on Tuesday. Mm. That was the promo. Do you not text each other? Segment. Like, well, he probably doesn't respond, right? He mm. said in this promo, he's not responding to my stuff anymore. Um, which I thought was a bit... Considering how how much they hyped Adam Copeland's going to be on Collision and mm. it's your main event segment, there was obviously stuff after the speaking bit, but I thought there would have been more of a more of a point than Adam being like, what happened? Mm. And then Christian going like, I'll tell you later. I would have thought there'd have been more resolution than that on this show. But yeah. that's just me. Um, do, do, do the rest of the... the yeah, and then we'll so, the so Adam Cotman was saying, like, his whole plan of coming to AEW was to team with Christian Cage. That's what he wanted the mm. whole time. And I didn't get to wrestle for ages because they were told me that I could never do it again. Same thing with Christian. And now we're both here, and that's very nice. So I really wanted to team with him, and then he told me no, and I don't know why. What up with that? Christian then comes on the Tron and says, I'll tell you, on Tuesday, on Dynamite. But are you going to make it to Tuesday? Um, same kind of... If he's the point of telling him on Tuesday, whatever. And then Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne come out. Um, they beat up uh, Copeland. He he gets in a copacution. Yeah, I I had to watch that back. It's not going to happen, Ian. Like you're good, you're great. I love you. That's that's a no from me. Yeah. Copacution. Copacution. It's almost. I could almost hear him try it and regret it. Yeah, because there was a pause yeah. after he hit. What the are we move, calling that? And move? he was like, I can't call it an execution. Copacution. <laughs> I feel like you took the worst of the options, yeah. but uh, like you know. But hey ho, he tried. Um, Just call it DDT. But they get it, yeah, uh, elevated DDT. Why not? Uh, they managed to get the upper hand on Copeland. He's attempted to be saved by Darby Allen, but then the heels gain the advantage again because Darby can't attack Nick Wayne because he still loves him. And Nick Wayne was like, "I don't care. I'm going to kill you." Mm. Uh, and then drop kicked him. They did a concerto to Darby's arm, mm-hmm. which is a cool spot. I like that. Uh, and that's the show. It was an odd little closing segment. Yeah, I wouldn't have had it as the main event segment personally. Yeah. We had a whole conversation upstairs before coming down with, with the, the returning Oliver Davis about um, Edge being a, a draw, mm-hmm. Adam Copeland being a draw, um, and, and doing a little numbers spike and all that stuff, because and, and, Ollie thought he sort of would be. And, and the, I hate to bring this up again, because well, I, I find it interesting, but the, the, the pictures of the collision audience mm-hmm. were not to make a pun stark um they they were like it was pretty empty in there and and even the way it was being filmed like the 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 lighting on the crowds was so low to cover that multitude of sins yeah um i think they need to fast forward making this feel special mm-hmm. because the moment you hear you think you know him Bah, 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 feels great yeah. right we've seen it a couple of times 2010 return at the rumble 2020 return at the rumble even to an extent 2021 return at the rumble mm-hmm. um but and then and then yes again at wrestle dream it feel it feels amazing when it happens this storyline is is uh the thing that i think christian cage is on the run of his life mm-hmm. i would argue yeah you could also make a case for the run in tna um, mm-hmm. But this one for me is the fact that he had that seven years away and is and is doing this level of work that gets everybody talking, that gets press conference clips going viral, that um, has people making memes and all that stuff. Christian Cage on the run of his life. So having them together, um, this is far more interesting to me than having them do a, a sort of Edge and Christian reunion with the Hardys or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of feel a little bit like... Uh, 
get there get there do it like this i'll i'll be there on saturday mm-hmm. cool i'll tell you on tuesday yeah. stuff is a little bit that go f yourself segment mm-hmm. was so no pun intended dynamite why I do was, i keep doing i was this? just about to say that because yeah. it was great it was it was, it was really and it's good. and it gets christian is the one that really made it that mm-hmm. um you know edge edge towards the latter day uh period was was often criticized for being a little bit too earnest a little bit too verbose a little bit too wordy go f yourself simplicity mm-hmm. itself from christian cage um yeah the, the peril there isn't there for me i almost just want to press fast forward a little bit on mm-hmm. on this uh story and get to the more meaty bit that said it's still so early days yeah so it is and i think it's totally fine that it happened on this show yeah once yeah this one especially this, this collision this one's fine yeah I wonder had it as my main event segment mm. if it is going to be on this show. Yeah, but don't have it continually where we're going to do this on Tuesday. We're going to do this on Saturday. We're How do, do you feel about the Nick Wayne Derby closing image? Do you think that's a, a go home or, or end of show worthy image? No, no, not on a show when you had. I know why they put the tag title change on first. I understand. Yeah. It's still it. It feels like it, the same reason when we had when Rampage first launched and mm. they did their show in reverse, where you started off with your main event and then had a bunch of other matches here. It's like, yeah. just flip, flip it. I You've think I leave them with something hot. On this show, flip literally the last two segments. Yeah. So Eddie yeah. Kingston goes off the yeah, air Eddie Kingston, high. Eddie Kingston goes off in the main event. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. It felt like a, a, a it was a, a, a decent angle. I just don't think it was enough for the end of Collision, personally. I agree. But anyway. That's just me. Overall, this was a fine show. Yeah, it was a thumbs up. Um, yeah, thumbs up show. That Danielson Fletcher match was phenomenal, mm. and I loved it. Uh, everything else was pretty solid. Uh, the tag, the tag match is questionable to some people and great for others. So that's still a, a thumbs up overall, probably. So yeah, I think a it's decent a little show. It's a going forward. What is it going to be thing? Yeah. Like I, I think there's a, there's an element sometimes when I watch Collision where I enjoy the wrestling, but I get frustrated at the lack of like momentum at the lack of forward movement so mm-hmm. I, I like a little bit of narrative drama in my in my wrestling um yeah. and i don't often get that on collision mm-hmm. um so when i build with a massive like closing the the show's gonna win with a promo segment i kind of expect it to be something massive and it just sort of wasn't so yeah. um yeah wrestling wise everything's fascinating the rest of it eh, fine i enjoyed the show it was it was it was a, it was a solid show that's fair Um, so before we get into the Ooh. rest of your stark remarks, uh, we have to say thank you to some very special people. Those are our $25 and above pledge hammers on our Patreon page. If you've not been to our Patreon page yet, you probably should. Patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk because we've got a bunch of stuff over there. We've got, you know, Survival Series went up on Friday. Mm. Uncut version. Oh. It's on Patreon. Oh. You know, we got TLC now on the WrestleTalk channel. One week's early access for the next one. The next one goes up on Wednesday. And then on Wednesday, you're going to have one week's early, early access for the next one. So go check that out. We've got exclusive shows over there. So much stuff. Uh, no Holds Board Uncut is on there. Loads of stuff on the Patreon page. Go check it out. Patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk. And if you pledge at the $25 or above tier, you get your own custom wrestling nickname. And it gets read out on a show much like this one. So thank you to the Eco Warrior, Brian. Chris, Hellfire, Brimstone. Infinite Crisis, Chris Jenkins. Chris, the Cypriot Sensation, Petru. The Turtleneck Tyrant, Christian Cooper. All-Star, Chuck Turner. 
Cody, the Terminator Moody. The Mayor of Painesville, Dan. Daniel, sweet Mexican chocolate Ibarra. A tall, handsome guy who has goals in life, Delonta Blaine. <laughs> Dr. Hook, Nolan Evans. And all ego, Ethan Wiley. Thank you very much, all of our pledge hammers. Really do appreciate it. Last chance to get in your ultra chats. Nope, your stark remarks. Stark remarks. Sorry. Uh, at wrestletalk.com forward slash support. Going to read out all the ones that are five US dollars and up by the time the show goes off the air. Let's start with the derpiest of derps. It says Ricky and Big Bill winning, I think, is circumstantial. Young Bucks are most likely winning at Foggy in California, but I'm excited to see how Ricky's used going forward and him getting a title feels like feather. We already read that one. Uh, now, but, but that, now that you've reminded me about that, there's something. Trans- the, the transitional champ element of it that is yeah. like hmm <laughs> yeah mm. that's yeah. the feather in the cap for his on the way out thing is. I will is say we read out that chat as part of Andy Sandbox's chat earlier and I don't know who that originally came from or if it's been copy and pasted wrong so mods could you have a look at that one <laughs> and see if that is an incorrect message if it is if we read out Andy Sandbox and Derpius of Derp's messages earlier, and they should have been two separate ones, or what's going on? Let us know. We'll Thank you very out. much. We'll, we'll, work it we'll out. figure it out. Um, and Andy Sandbox again uh, said, with all the discussions surrounding how cold the product is, is it fair to speculate that AEW is waiting for a new deal before changing what they're doing? Constant criticisms around no local promotion for Dynamite and Collision, pay-per-view excluded. I would say they don't really budget for it correctly and have used a little too uh, and have used a little too much on star power. Hopefully with a new deal and more money, they really can change how they're marketing these shows leading up to the night of. Very curious for the post-new deal era. I mean, that's a really fascinating topic uh, because... I would argue it's a circle, right? So if you want to get a decent new deal to be able to use like good investment, you want a hot product. Like WWE's TV rights deal are are up for negotiation. We just had the mm-hmm. SmackDown one. Yep. Um, and I think there was an economic report that basically said it's actually not a massive increase on their previous uh, deal uh, when you consider how like good they've been doing. Um, that's another reason that they're front-loading NXT, that they're putting all of these major stars and saying, tune in because you're going to see Asuka versus Roxanne Perez and you're going to see Paul Heyman in the corner of Bron Breaker and Mm -hmm. and, like John Cena's going to be there and The Undertaker might be there. You never know what's going to happen on NXT. Cody Rhodes has an announcement. I want to know what that is. Like... um, there's a there's a there's a reason they're doing it, and it isn't it isn't simply just to beat dynamite. Yeah. It's to beat dynamite during TV negotiations year. Mm-hmm. It's to say we are the number one wrestling product, and our C show outperforms their A show. Whether that's like you know weighted average, whether that's like leaning uh, le- leading the witness or whatever you want to phrase you want to use for it. That's the purpose they're doing it. And frankly, sorry for to be the authority. It's what's best for business. It's just good business. It's um, it's smart, and I think AEW should do the same. And they kind mm-hmm. of are doing the same with the with the title Tuesday thing. Um, spending too much money on talent, I don't know. I mean, I guess the money they saved on Jade Cargill, they've spent on on Adam Copeland. It's uh, I don't know what his deal is. I don't know how much money they are spending on him. And I don't know how much they're spending on other talent. I'm trying to think of I the don't know. other big talent that they brought in that they might have overspent on in mm. the past like year or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they want, if they, if there is a new deal coming and they're going to use that new deal to, to re reconfigure their shows, 
they need to be doing the beginnings of that work now. They need to be making their product hot so that they can get the best deal possible. Because, yeah. you know, from all the reports, like, WBD are quite happy. Very, um, yeah. You know, so they could probably tick along just nice. Yeah. And the thing is, they're not bad, mm. by any means. It's not a bad product at all. It's just not as hot as it once was. Mm. And people want to see it return to the 2021 heights of AEW when everyone was like, AEW was the best wrestling going. And it was like amazing but i think the reason for that was the wrestling was great but also the the, the narratives were compelling that's it right and i think the, yeah. the narratives i think and i think there was very much an idea of like tony had this this again it could be an entire new podcast mm-hmm. we're coming to the end of our hour but this could have been like to- tony had that like was it the first four champions mapped out the yep. first couple of years of the company yeah and we're past that position now mm-hmm. and he's kind of booking on the fly yeah it's almost like give yourself a holiday yep. leave danielson in charge yep write the next few years Bending over backwards to bring Punk in was an important and I think good thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the right thing for a CEO of a company to do. Yeah, at that point, yes. During that, that did, however, throw a spanner in the works of booking. There were injury issues that they had to deal with, and they yep. still have to deal with in many different places. Yep. That's something to take a look at as well. Like mm-hmm. from, I mean, Man, Man, to be a normal sports boy about it, Man United have a massive injury list at the moment, and it's in no small part because they have an interim person in charge of mm-hmm. their medical. You need systems in place to mm-hmm. deal with this kind of thing get those systems in place he, he's kind of spinning loads of plates it's one thing to just yes. book dynamite and and put together a card for dark and elevation mm-hmm. it's another thing to book dynamite rampage collision ring of all honor. the other stuff ring of honor is he, does he ring of honor as well yeah. mate spread yourself thin like yeah. also you're running fulham also you're running the jags yeah like you need to get, he needs get a, a team. He needs a team. Release control. Yeah. It's okay. Like, and it's yeah. not even like you still have the final say. That mm-hmm. doesn't make you Vince. Yeah. Like, it's just you know, say I want it to go in this direction. That's my vision. Yeah. Execute it. Build a team you can trust. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, and then if you, and it's if you book them, they will come. And and I think he's starting that with Danielson. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's team member number one. Yeah. You know, and then experiment. Find mm. some others. Then we'll be good. Um, I think we've got the uh, the Stark remark situation sorted here because the derpiest of derps said, while I am happy to see this Ricky and Bill team get a push because I think they're class, I worry what's going to happen with FTR when they don't have belts. Tony never knows what to do with them. Mm. Um, is it an interesting thing when a when a person in uh, AW loses belt? What happens next? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of a it's kind of a. I don't like what's happened with Orange Cassidy, for instance. See, I liked it for a bit. Right. But then nothing's happened since. Right. Because for me, that was one of the best mm-hmm. title changes I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, But it, it's just gone so wrong. Yeah. And I, I like the idea of someone who made the title so much of their character and their drive was, mm. like, I have to defend this belt all the time. And then he doesn't have a belt and now he's like, well, now I don't know what to do. Right. Because I don't have the belt. And it's not like, even in a character way. Just in right. a... Yeah, just like, I don't know what to do now. That's fine, I think, for the first couple weeks. Mm. When he's like a bit aimless and he's like, well, I don't have a belt. I want, I want to, I, I don't have a purpose anymore. But then he needs to find something and pursue that. Mm. You know, you can have the ramifications of losing a belt should affect people. Absolutely. And then they move on to something else to pursue a new direction. Mm. And that's what I don't think has quite happened with Orange Cassidy yet. Mm. Um, so I hope that FTR can reconfigure and find a new direction, whatever that may be. I also just think absence makes the heart grow fonder. If you're injured, yeah. or or even if it is a punishment, time off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I would hope that they that they both 
especially Cash, take it seriously enough mm-hmm. to recognize the gravity of the situation and, yeah. and, and does the work to fix it. And then mm-hmm. they come back and they and they they've got, like I say, another three years on their on their yeah. lease is what I was gonna say their on lease. their contract. Yeah. Um Absence makes a hard to come back and have a have a have a decent uh, whack at something else. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I think that is going to do it uh, for this episode of AEW Collision. Thank you so much, everyone who is watching and has watched on Catch Up. If you've made it to the end of the episode, please consider leaving us a subscribe and a like. Why not? I'll be back tomorrow with Dan and Luke, who will be reviewing Raw. We're going to be here on Wednesday this week, reviewing Dynamite. Not Thursday, because it's on Tuesday this Title week. Title Tuesday. Title Tuesday. Uh, so we'll have a podcast on Wednesday for that, which means no podcasts on... Thursday or Friday, but then we'll be back on Saturday reviewing SmackDown with the usual team of Tempest and Sat Eniangi. <laughs> um, so much content coming your way. Uh, so yes, thank you so much for watching. I've been Pete Quinnell, been joined by Dan. Thank you so much, and we'll see you guys in the next podcast. Jam that jam. 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 Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.